man says it's the end of time And the Mississippi River, she's a gold drive Is up and the stock market's down And you're only getting mugged if you go downtown I live back in the woods, you see A woman and the kids and the dogs and me I got a shotgun, a rifle and a four-wheel drive And a country boy can survive Country folks can survive I can plow a field all day long I can catch catfish from dusk till dawn Welcome to the show, folks. This is the Trump Phenomenon Radio Show. I'm James Kelso, your host, for one hour from 9 to 10 p.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday. Here we are on this Thursday May 11th, 2023. Thank you for joining us. If you want to call in, you can you can do so at area code 512 in Round Rock, Texas. That's where you send your support. 512-248-8252. And uh, some of you may join me here tonight on the microphone speaking to our vast limitless expanse of enthusiastic Trump supporters spreading out across the plain. And in fact, that's exactly what they'll be doing uh, this Saturday, spreading across the fields of Iowa. It'll be a, it will be a big, big army of people in Des Moines this Saturday. We don't have a show on Saturday, but we'll, we'll cover the, the, uh, repercussions on Monday here on this show but if you're anywhere anywhere within striking distance of the center of Iowa where Des Moines is oh you want to get in your get the little woman and the kids and the dog in your station wagon and get on out there it'll be warm oh it's warm now I'm up here in North Dakota and it's uh, in the 80s uh, it's wonderful. So, Des Moines, Iowa. Now, here I'll play you the the, the piece that the, the invitation that Trump is sending out, President Trump. Let's see what he has to say here. I just listened to it myself. He says, uh, "Well." Which one is it? There are so many, Mr. President. Which one? Uh, let's try this one. Now, it, this may or may not be the invitation to come out to Des Moines, but we'll listen to it anyway. Eventually, we'll hear the Des Moines invitation. All right, here's attempt number one. It's morning again in America. And thanks to Joe Biden, our borders are now wide open for all to come. Our schools free from parental involvement. Mediocre male athletes now given the opportunity to compete unfairly. Under Biden's unprecedented inflation, the hope of home ownership gone and young adults forced to abandon seeking the American dream to live in their parents' basement longer 
Biden's disastrous withdrawal from Afghanistan left billions in weapons behind and American lives taken. Our police ranks now shrinking, yet Biden spends billions creating an army of 80,000 new IRS agents. Why would we ever accept the incompetence and weakness of Biden when we could have the freedom, security, and economic prosperity we enjoyed just three years ago? I'm Donald J. Trump, and I approve this message. Hey, I like it. I like it. And uh, that that's a, that's a Donald Trump uh, message going out there. Uh, let's move down here. Where am I, of course? Uh, you get one guess. I'm at Truth Social. Dot com makes my life simple, doesn't it? I don't have to, I don't have to flail about looking for my material. Here it is. It's waiting for me, day after day, uh, as reliable as a Swiss watch. Donald Trump. The uh, here's something interesting. I don't want to spend too much time on, but this woman who accused Donald Trump of uh, raping her in a dressing, a ladies' wear dressing room of Bergdorf Goodman on Fifth Avenue in New York City. A complete nut. She called her, I think she called her last husband, who was black, uh, an ape. That's what I read. She called him an ape. And then, uh, uh, very, very unstable person. Anyway, so uh, she, she said she wants to sue Donald Trump again after she got her, her victory uh, from a, a corrupt, totally corrupt New York judge and a totally corrupt New York jury uh, and her, the $5 million judgment, which the, the president will appeal. And if it has to be appealed in New York City, uh, well, <laughs> get ready to lose. Anyway, the, uh, but she's not happy with that because uh, she, wants to, she wants more money. She wants more damage on President Trump. Apparently, she hates men. The uh, listen to this. This is this is an amazing poll that came out. This is a poll on the instant reaction from this. What's her name? I really don't want to memorize her name. E. Jean Carroll. How many people were asked? Let me see the number of people in the, the polling. 2,295 likely Republican primary voters on May 9th. That's a lot of people. That's a lot of surveying. Try calling up 2,295 people. and You know, when you conduct surveys and so on, it takes a long time. I've done this. You, you're on the phone for some time with each person. It's expensive and time-consuming. So here we have all uh, 2,295 likely Republican primary voters who have been deluged with the media tsunami of treating E. Jean Carroll as if she's a goddess and Donald Trump as if he's uh, evil incarnate. So what has the effect been on these people? Well, they were asked. Get this. What is the impact on your Trump vote? 
as a likely Republican voter. What was E. Jean Carroll's impact, this kangaroo court? Get this. Are you less likely to vote for Donald Trump? Guess how many people were less likely out of, let's just round it off, to 2,300. That's a lot of people. That's a total population, more than the population of my high school. 2,300 people. How many were made by E. Jean Carroll and her antics less likely to vote for Donald Trump? Just imagine the number in your mind out of 2,300. How many? Survey says zero. Zero. <laughs> Not one person. Oh, that is sweet. But get this. Uh, how many were not changed in your opinion and your likelihood to vote for Donald Trump by E. Jean Carroll. Who apparently I, uh, has been raped by uh, every man she's ever seen. Uh, no difference. 30%. 30% of the likely Republican voters, male and female, said my vote is, un is, is unchanged. How many of you are more likely, after a dose of E. Jean Carroll, how many of you are now more likely to vote for Donald Trump? Okay, are you ready for this? This is the good one. This is one of the cherries of, of tonight. 70%. <laughs> Have we called Donald Trump President Boomerang before? Look at this boomerang. You throw the boomerang, and the idea is to knock the uh, whatever you're trying to hit out of the air or knock it out. But what the Democrats succeed in doing is the boomerang comes back around while they're, uh, you know, uh, uh, drooling, standing there looking out. <laughs> these stupid people. <laughs> and then bang, in the back of the head, they get hit with their own boomerang, <laughs> which comes back to the place from which it was thrown. So there you go. 70% boomerang. Boom. More likely to vote for Donald Trump. And uh, there were some other questions asked of these people. I said it takes a long time to do a, a poll that big. People were asked, uh, uh, do you think that the E. Jean Carroll escapade was part of a witch hunt? No, definitely not. Not part of a witch hunt. Guess what percentage of the 2,300? 1%. 1%. <laughs> okay. Call it zero, okay? Uh, maybe, maybe it was part of a witch hunt, 8%. Yes, it was definitely part of a witch hunt, 91% of 2,300 people. I, I tell you, I, I, I would have expected this to be, a, you know, like all Trump polls, very favorable for the president, but <laughs> this favorable you know, to get this kind of unanimity from people on anything, you know, what the time of day, you know, uh, the, you know, you, you're to get this much agreement from a large body of people is almost an impossibility. Donald Trump's achieved it. OK, how about this? Uh, was it a fair trial? Twenty three hundred people asked. Yes, 
Yes, it was a fair trial. Two percent. Two. Uh, not sure. I'm not sure it was a fair trial. Nine percent. No, definitely not a fair trial. Ninety percent. <laughs> okay. And let's see if there's any other goodie in here. Uh, that Those are the goodies right there. So isn't that wonderful? Okay, let's go down here. Uh, let's see here. There are other goodies, but I'd have to study it to be able to make them relevant to you. All right, now here are a couple of messages from the president, and I'm going to look for his invitation to come out to Des Moines. Maybe I'll get it here. Here we go. Take another stab, number two. Today's termination of the final remnants of Title 42, Joe Biden has officially abolished what remained of America's borders and turned the United States into a dumping ground for illegal aliens from all over the world. We've become a third world nation. At this very moment, illegal aliens are lined up by the tens of thousands ready to break into our country, knowing that even if they are caught, Joe Biden will order them immediately released into American communities. And many of these people are very dangerous. Under Biden, our border is gone. Our sovereignty is gone. Our national security is gone. And we are quickly becoming that third world nation that I've been talking about for so long. It's happening to us, if you can believe that. The United States of America is now a third world nation. Wow. On day one of my new administration, I will end this travesty and restore the sovereign borders of the United States of America. We will immediately resume expedited removals of people that are crossing illegally our border. And following the model of President Eisenhower, we will use all necessary federal, state, local, and military resources to begin the largest domestic deportation effort in American history. Now, to what is President Trump referring right there? He's referring to Dwight David Eisenhower's massive deportation of people who had crossed into the United States illegally. Back in the Eisenhower presidency ended in 1960, and he was elected initially in 1952. He served two terms with Richard Nixon as his vice president. I actually remember that. <laughs> the, uh, it was called this massive deportation of a bunch of illegal aliens in the U.S., uh, Dwight Eisenhower noticed this population and said, this isn't, this cannot stand. Round them up and send them back across the Mexican border. It was called, this is the actual official name of the, the, the project, the government name, Operation Wetback. That's right. You heard it right. Operation Wetback. And it sent uh, many back. Now, Donald Trump just promised you he's going to surpass Operation Wetback. And he is going to round them up and send them back wherever the hell they came from. All right, let's listen to, oh, well, let's let him finish his message. Here he goes, continuing to send the border violators back to their home countries, and we will do that immediately. 
This invasion will not stand. Our country is being invaded. Our country is being destroyed by very, very stupid people. These are stupid people. We have to get them out. We have to take back the White House. Thank you very much. Thank you, Mr. President. All right. Let's hear that. Now, here's attempt number three to get his invitation to all of us to come to Des Moines. Here we go. These are all good, though. I don't mind missing the target here. There's just no label on these messages. Is Donald Trump standing? I can tell the messages were made today because he's in a a really sharp. I mean, he is a sharp dressed man. He's in a sharp. uh, uh, Purple tie, you could call it purple or. A reddish purple. Beautiful tie. All of his ties are beautiful. But that identifies today uh, that he made these in this tie today. He's standing in front of his naval battle uh, picture on the wall there between two American flags. And uh, that's his, his set, really, for these messages. So let's try attempt number three. Take three. Roll them. Our massive rallies are back. And bigger than ever before, I'd like you to join me for, for our next stop in Des Moines, Iowa, on Saturday, May 13th. It's the hottest ticket in town by far, and unlike any other political event in history. There's never been rallies like we have rallies. Nowhere, no place, probably no other country. I want to see you at the rally in Iowa on Saturday. It's going to be great. It's going to really be a great rally. And I look forward to seeing you. That's why I'm guaranteeing your entry as one of our biggest supporters. So register below to claim your rally tickets. And I want to thank you. We're going to have a great time. Make sure you're there. Thank you very much. Oh, isn't that great? We got it. That was took three takes. Uh, all right. Now let's find something more. And you're welcome to call in at any point during the show. I'll put you on the air. Uh, Let's see. I've got one eye here. I've kind of fish-eyed. I got one eye over on this computer looking for you, and then I got this other eye over here watching the president. Another computer. All right. Uh, and uh, <laughs> here's a headline from Newsweek. He's back. CNN town hall shows Trump remains the dominant figure in American politics. Now let's let's go to this one. He's back. I like this. Is this Monica Crowley? Let's take a look and see who's the author here. I think I saw her on my t- computer earlier today. Uh, yes, it is. Monica Crowley, Assistant Secretary of the Treasury from 2019 to 2021. And uh, here's, the, uh, here's what she says. Actually, writes Monica Crowley, he never went away. Now, remember, she's writing in Newsweek which is, a you know, lamestream legacy media. But, you know, they're seeing some of them, some of them uh, are getting a glimpse of the writing on the wall, and they, they don't want to be uh, go extinct. So they're letting people like Monica Crowley write an article now and then. I hear the music. We'll come right back with this article after the break.
Do you truly want to stay out of the system? Are you prepared to buy into the biggest scam since the Iraqi dinar? If not, then put your money where it belongs, in your possession, not in the hands of an international MLM cartel. At Kettle Moraine Limited, we will provide you with the finest Swiss-minted detachable gram sheets of pure 24-karat gold for hundreds of dollars less than the so-called privately issued credit cards with elusive gold backing. Gold backing? The only gold that I want is in my back pocket, not backed by promises of an operation even the U.S. Chamber of Commerce is suspect of, giving a rating of C-. To get the full story, visit SierraMadrePreciousMetals.com and go to the Valcombi Bullion Vault. Once you have read the whole story about the scam being perpetrated on an unsuspecting public and how you can avoid being a victim by purchasing these beautiful, barterable, tradable sheets of gold at tremendous savings and in the strictest of privacy, be prepared to take the steps to protect your wealth with the purchase of the real deal. Detachable 50-gram gold bars from Kettle Moraine Limited by calling 602-799-8214. Ask about our one-ounce Valcombi detachable bars, which break into one-tenth ounce bars. And don't forget, for all of your precious metal needs, whether buying or having the need to sell, call Kettle Moraine Limited. Remember, no dinar, no celery, and no carrots. If you buy from someone else... Tell them you want AU, not BS. Call Kettle Moraine LTD today at 602-799-8214. Kettle Moraine LTD, 602-799-8214. Standing six foot four, weighing 245 pounds of crime-fighting, political science, analyzing brawn. Ladies and gentlemen, Dr. Patrick Slattery. So Mike, get off this anti-cicada agenda. I'm a born-again traditional Christian, and my favorite possessions are right here on my nightstand. That would be the King James Bible and my 357 revolver. I'd rather be ruled by Chinamen than Jews. Cool it with the anti-Semitic remarks, right? Just because you steal an election and terminate the Republic doesn't mean you terminate the people in the Republic, because we're still here. I'm not taking the vaccine. Thank you, Bill Gates. There was a way forward still on January 6th. What needed to be done is to object to every single state. The COVID-19 virus was the setup. The vaccine could very well be a bioweapon. The Patrick and Jeremy Show, Tuesday at 9 Central and Wednesday at 1 Central. self-oriented uh, watching my with my fish eye on one screen for any of you that appear want to chime in the uh we're reading monica crowley's article in newsweek and i think i don't know what, if, whether I, it was donald trump or uh one of the great spokesmen uh commenting on crowley's article actually he never went away uh on thursday night he made a long-awaited Return to CNN, the lion's den of what he calls fake news for a primetime town hall broadcast live from New Hampshire, moderated by Caitlin Collins. The forum offered the former president a chance to address a wide range of issues, take questions from voters and perhaps most importantly, 
demonstrate that he remains the 800-pound gorilla of the Republican Party. Uh, it began with a discussion of the 2020 election results. Collins challenged Trump on his claims that the race was rigged, but Trump Trump held firm that it was not a truly fair election. Indeed, Meta's Mark Zuckerberg pumped $400 million into key states for drop boxes, get-out-the-vote operations, ballot harvesting, and other activity that heavily favored Democrats. He was paying money, big bucks, to Democrat operatives to rig the poll stations. Just weeks before the election, the FBI worked with Twitter and other social media companies to suppress the New York Post's factual story of Hunter Biden's laptop and all of the evidence of the Biden family corruption on it. At the same time, 51 current and former intelligence officer officials signed a letter falsely claiming and they knew it was false the laptop was russian disinformation and the pandemic allowed for the expansion of mass mail-in voting early voting and relaxed signature verification standards opening up at the least the possibility of abuse when asked well listen let me go down for this it's a great and uh, lengthy article uh, and uh, I'm skipping, skipping. Uh, he's going to January 6th. He says he also indicated a willingness to pardon many January 6th. That was his word. January 6th defendants saying the nonviolent protesters have been persecuted by the Biden administration. While many violent Black Lives Matter and Antifa protesters were not prosecuted at all, and of course never will be under any demon rat administration. So that's beautiful. And if you're a January 6th, there might be somebody listening to my voice who's a, a January 6th prisoner. Maybe they can get it somehow in, inside their jail or signal. Uh, isn't that the best news you've gotten in the last couple of years? Uh, Donald Trump is going to pardon you. And he is going to be elected. This is now this is, by the way, this is what this CNA and town hall demonstrated. Donald Trump the purpose was to knock to dehorse, to unhorse Donald Trump. And assigned to do that was uh it's hard to even remember what her name is. Collins, what was her first name? I'll remember it. She failed utterly. CNN failed utterly. Donald Trump emerged utterly victorious. He was so in command. This was the most crushing uh, ambush interview uh, setup failure I've ever seen. It was devastating to CNN. And CNN's ratings are down by 88%. So this was a def desperate effort on the part of CNN. to They're, they're underwater. They're, they're like somebody who is underwater. Who is taking in water? You know that's utter desperation. They'll do anything to get get their head above water. So they let Donald Trump come on the air, thinking we can do some damage to him. They did get a huge audience, so they got a little bit of air. They got a huge audience. Uh, he said Trump said uh, 
of course, of course that occurred. Uh, he said, uh, uh, he's been subjected to endless witch hunts. Uh, he blasted Biden on everything. Throughout, Trump was Trump, batting away questions in his signature rapid-fire manner and deploying his quick wit. He appeared relaxed and in command, so it's no wonder that his haters went into total meltdown. Now, that's what happened yesterday. The, the uh, Joe Scarboroughs and all the other uh, filth that populates the lamestream media they went into a total melt. You should have seen Joe Scarborough's face. He, he he couldn't manage to get words out. He was holding his head in his hands, looking at the floor. Uh, he was distraught, fumbling for words. Uh, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, better known as Sandy Cortez, the barista, Sandy Cortez, uh, tweeted that CNN should be ashamed of themselves. They have lost total control of this town hall to again be manipulated into platforming election disinformation. So, see, uh, Cortez, uh, Sandy, she says, no, don't put him on the air. Don't put him on TV. Don't allow any of us. Don't get, cut us off. Choke him. And choke him. Put him in a chokehold and pull hard and don't let go. Don't allow him to get a word in edgewise. No defense possible. That's her idea of free speech. She's free to speak and you shut up and go to jail. All right, let's go down a little further. Uh, uh, MSNBC's Mehdi Hassan. Here's what his tweet was. I thought this CNN town hall with Trump would be bad, but it's much worse than I thought it would be. Uh, let's see. Uh, the Daily Beast said this was an irresponsible disaster of journalism. <laughs> All of which, Monica Crowley write, writes, is to say Trump crushed it and everyone knew it. This was a definitive event yesterday. This was epical. It this changed. Everybody saw everybody saw what's coming. Having spent the last 8 years trying to destroy Donald Trump, they can't believe he's not only still standing, he's the leading Republican candidate for president by far and at least and he's ahead in the presidential general election. After the town hall, CNN's John King lamented Trump's plausible path to winning again. And then Monica Crowley responds, it's not just plausible, it's likely. And then her final two words, buckle up. <laughs> I love it. Buckle up. Chucklehead. <laughs> Beautiful. All right, let's go back to, uh, let's go back here to the, what else is going on? Uh, 
the uh, D.C. Inquirer writes, uh, Trump brings the receipts, destroys CNN's narrative about January 6th. Beautiful, beautiful. I won't read from that, I don't think. Uh, uh, here's another quote. Everybody's quoting this. Everybody's doing uh, highlights from this thing. Uh, Breitbart says, uh, she, they quote, unless you're a very stupid person, you see that the 2020 election was rigged. Uh, and very much the language of the people, unless you're a very stupid person. That's perfect. It's, it's the, the man is, uh, he's a phenomenon. Uh, let's go here with uh, Democrats. This is from the Hill. Now the Hill is, of course, you know, the, the Hill referring to the, the Capitol is on Capitol Hill. And they are covering, they are a left-wing opera, operation. And here's what they have to say at the Hill. Democrats have a sinking feeling Trump could beat Biden. And let's just read a bit a bit from this, because this is this is from the left wing itself. This is what they're saying. Uh, Democrats are getting a sinking feeling when it comes to Donald Trump. They can see him winning again. Now, I noticed that today here in uh, Grand Forks, North Dakota, I was out walking. Uh, we were walking by the river. Uh, we caught a little mouse and, uh, in a, you know, a live mouse trap thing that catches mice alive. And we took it down to the river to let out the, this little cute little guy. We let him out. And then we're walking back and a, a university student, Sony looked like a university student, walked by. And he saw that we were both wearing our Make America Great Again red caps. And you could see, you know, he, what we saw on his face was that sinking feeling. And this is Trump country up here. There are, there are a tiny number of people that vote for Biden and they consider themselves Democrats. But it's, a, you know, it's a, a, a small minority here. But uh, they would be more numerous than they would be. Uh, percentage wise, they'd be more numerous on the university campus here, which is true of all universities, dens of iniquity. And uh, so I was looking for that as he approached. I could see it's a college student. He's walking towards us. And then he makes out the, he saw the red caps, so he knew that, he, that that's, you know, that's a, a red flag for him. But then he saw Make America Great Again on two caps, and you could just see his, just see him bite his lip. He's got that sinking feeling. And uh, they say here, they can see him winning again. This is the Hill. This is the left-wingers writing. A New York jury in a civil trial Tuesday found the former president liable for sexual assault and defamation. But a number of Democrats say their party is underestimating Trump, who despite a series of scandals, oh, he's had a series of scandals, oh, it's unbelievable, his scandals, is the front-runner to win. Uh, there's a... There's a disconnect between the consultant class of our party and the voters, said one Democrat. They think they can just run a bunch of ads talking about how crazy Donald Trump is, and that will be enough. That's just not the case. No, we're not believing your bullshit anymore. How about that? <laughs> they, they, they can't handle that. 
as uh, as Steve Bannon says, he says it this way on his show. Suck on that. <laughs> it's not working anymore. Your mojo is gone, Democrats. Deep state. <laughs> it ain't working. Uh, the people are awakened. Uh, uh, another Democrat status strategist put it this way. Be very effing worried. <laughs> yes. And uh, to the Democrats... It seems unfathomable that Trump could regain the office he left in 2021. Uh, anyway, so they, they just they just they don't get it. They can't believe it. They're in shock. They're in despair. Uh, nothing's working. There you go. So that was a nice article. Okay, let's go back to the president. Who who wants to spend too much time reading the? Putridity of the uh, the hill. Uh, all right. Now here's 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 where bright here's a Breitbart. These are the good guys on our our team. Here's what they write: Trump hijacks CNN, steamrolls Caitlin Collins. There's her name there. Very forgettable. In New Hampshire town hall. Okay, so let's see what Breitbart has to say. And this is the interesting thing. You see, even the left wingers are saying uh, he's on a roll. Former President Donald Trump steamrolled CNN's Caitlin Collins during Wednesday's town hall event in New Hampshire. And you heard some of it last night. Oh, oh, I forgot. I almost forgot to mention to you. Did you know that this happened? Did you notice we only got 15 minutes of Donald Trump's town hall? And we were supposed to get a uh, half an hour more, according to the announcement of the timing of the event. But did you notice? Abruptly, they just terminated the, the town hall. You know what happened? You know, you can be sure Caitlin Collins had a little earpiece in her ear, which all news people have on TV. She had a little thing in her ear, and her boss said, I guarantee you, this is what he told her. We're cutting it. Say goodbye to Trump. We're cutting it in 30 seconds, or we're cutting it in 15 seconds. They cut her off. They cut the town hall short. Even though it was giving, it was helping their ratings, they had the most, they had the highest ratings of any show last night. But that wasn't good enough. They didn't want to have these good ratings because they were being destroyed. They were being humiliated. They were being obliterated. So they cut it off. And how often have you heard that? You, you know, you, you see in a, like a comedy show, The Hook, where the, the cane comes out and grabs the, uh, the failing performer by the neck and pulls him off the stage. That's what Caitlin Collins got, The Hook. And here's how Steve Bannon characterized it. He said they got the oh what did he what what is this called? It was uh, I forgot his term. It, he called it the mercy, the mercy ending or the mercy closing. 
they were it was to, you know to end the end the torture get her off quickly please before she screws up more before trump uh just finishes off finishes off our network so in case you notice it was it was shortened last night uh he steamrolled collins uh dismissing her politically biased and outdated questions, effectively reducing her role as the moderator by speaking directly to the audience about the gotcha topics of visibly irritated Collins continually posed throughout the night. You heard that. Uh, and uh, notably, Trump received a standing ovation at his introduction. I missed that. I didn't see that. He got a standing ovation ovation when he walked on the stage uh let's hear it now here it is please welcome the front runner for the republican nomination for president donald trump everybody's standing everybody's standing this is a hand-picked cnn audience Wow. You can see the president was a little bit shocked himself. You know, he's walking into the lion's den and uh, all the lions are standing and applauding for him. They love him. CNN couldn't do anything about that. That was beautiful. Uh, Somebody got you can be sure somebody got fired for that, for not more thoroughly vetting the audience. They should have just gotten uh left-wing mama's boys from the, the local college the then i think was at saint anselm's college maybe saint anselm's is not a left-wing uh uh you know cesspool uh and then he says let's see let's go he summarizes all the things that biden has done so terribly to the country and uh Let's see here. Uh, This is not going the way CNN wanted it to. Uh, So here, here's one here. Listen to this. Here's Caitlin Collins. Back to what happened on that day. You said you weren't. He did not say that. He has testified that, Mr. President. He did not say that. But you said you weren't very involved that day. You did tell your supporters to come to Washington. You tweeted about it, about that speech that happened on the rally. Am I allowed to say that? When they went to the Capitol... And they were breaking into the Capitol, smashing windows, injuring police officers. Why did you? Why did it take you three hours to tell them to go home? I don't believe it did. Oh, let me pull it out. I have to pull it out. He's reaching in his in his jacket. He's got the he's got the receipts. He's opening the receipts. So if you look at it, on January fifth, the day before, I said, "Please support our Capitol Police and law enforcement. They are truly on the side of our country. Stay peaceful." Stay peaceful. This was the day before, and this was in the form of Twitter. Now use truth, truth social. I think it's far superior, okay? I hope everybody's on truth. I hope everybody's on truth. Uh, if you look, January 6th, this is two, before 2.30. I am asking for everyone at the U.S. Capitol to remain peaceful. This is right after, as it was happening. But what happened is they took it down. I don't know why. I think they took it down because it was so good. They didn't like it being up there. 
I am asking, this is, and we didn't know until I got it back, because now I have 90 million people waiting for me to go back, but I'm on truth and I'm staying on truth. Listen, I am asking for everyone at the U.S. Capitol to remain peaceful. No violation. We want no violation. We want no violence. Remember, we are the party of law and order. Respect the law and our great men and women in blue. Thank you. That was at 2.30. That was very early. Mr. President, I looked at the same timeline that you did. No, no, but you didn't report that. You know why? Because it was taken down. We did report it. I I was reporting that. It was taken down or it wasn't. But when it was clear. (laughs) Okay, that was beautiful. Now, I missed that, that, that moment right there. I didn't know that. Donald Trump tweeted out on Twitter at 2.30. That's right after his speech. He tweeted out, uh, everybody stay calm, be peaceful. We are the party of peace. And and uh, Twitter took his post down. And they're making the communist rat uh, dirt bags uh, who've taken over our government. They're all saying, she ju- you just heard the dirt bag Caitlin Collins say, uh, why did you take three hours to tell people to be calm? He didn't take three hours. He didn't take three minutes. He sent that message out, and Twitter flushed it. Uh, Caitlin Collins' friends, her communist friends, flushed it. And then they accused Donald Trump of not putting it up. Oh, that's cute. <laughs> oh, I love it. Okay, let's go. Let's uh, take a call here. Jim in Oregon, what's on your mind? Hey, uh, Mr. Kelso. So I think we've established before previous calls that I, I I hate Trump. I'm all about hating Trump. You know, you've you said that yourself. But let's make a wager just for the fun of it. Uh, you know, and this could be a benefit to RBN down the road. I'm assuming you're still going to be around in a couple of years, hopefully. So you think that Trump is actually going to be reelected and that he will actually, you know, undergo some sort of operation similar to Operation Wetback and he's going to deport all these uh, illegals. And if that's your position, then I will take the opposite side and I say that that never will happen. And I'll bet you five hundred dollars. So and the five hundred <laughs> can go to RBN or, or anywhere you like. Uh, OK, well, uh, Jim, I will decline your uh, five hundred dollars. I don't make five hundred dollar wagers over the air on the radio at, with somebody I don't even know and can't see uh, the. Uh, oh, I see. Uh, what do you want to do? make a hundred? No, no, you don't, What's no, the you don't see. You heard the president say. Well, actually, you may not have heard it, but if you heard the, that part of his... his uh, by the way, did you see the whole uh, CNN town hall? No, I'm just, I'm just listening to what you're playing. Okay, all right. Well, in that town hall, the president said, we are going to... The people that Biden has let into the country illegally, we're going to round them up and send them back to wherever they came from. I think I actually just played that mm-hmm. clip, in fact. Right. The, I'm, I'm, just, uh, I'm now, asking you, you're is, saying, no, is it your position that that's going to happen? Yeah, well, yes, but now who is going okay, to – there's going to be the a lot position. of people with a lot of power who own the entire media. They own the universities. They own uh, you know, the government there in, in Oregon. Uh, okay. Who are – these people – like what was the problem Trump had? Why did it take months and then a couple of years to build the wall on the border? What was the problem that prevented? Was it Donald Trump didn't have enough determination? Was it Donald Trump didn't deliver the goods? No. The problem was a a bunch of SOBs filed in every court they could find across the country on every every bullshit pretext they could find to stop us, to stop Trump from building a border wall, damn it. Okay. That's the problem he's going to have in 2024. These same SOBs. 
Okay. Bees okay. are going to be making oh. sure that every damn okay. illegal alien has two or three okay. attorneys and, and an unlimited budget in every court they can find to stay in our country. And that's going to be the problem. People like you, okay. people like you, Jim, Mr. are going to be the problem. Can I, Donald can I Trump is going to do everything a, a great, great man can do to send those I people see. back out of our country. So, so there's so my, there's my wager you, there. You have Go ahead. Show, you ha okay, thank you. You have a show every night, and you get to talk for an hour. Just let me address this point, because this is yeah, very simple, right? Yes. If he can't do it because of all these forces arrayed against him, right, then what good is the presidency, and what good is Trump as president? I mean, if you're afraid to make the bet, right, because you don't think he can do it, then what's the point, Right. What's the point? What's the point of voting? What's the point of having him as president is that, is if he's that unable to do it? Is that, is that the level of sophistication of your thinking, uh, Jim? I'll tell you, here's my level of sophistication. I'll make it a thousand bucks and I'll deposit it for in, in escrow in any account you say. I'll put a thousand dollars up. You won't put up a dollar because you know that I'm right. And that you're full of it. Trump is never going to do this. He might not okay. even be president again. Okay. Because all, all, right. all these forces so we got we got we him. got your we got your anti-Trump thought, Jim, and we've got we've got you establishing that. Because why don't you make it a ten thousand dollar bet? Okay. Why don't you make it? How about put up your house, Kelso? I mean, if you're a man and you believe what you're saying, you'd put up everything, yeah. right? You'd bet so, the ranch. There you go. Put the well, title on you your it? car. There. You're a pussy, Kelso. You won't bet everything with this jerk Jim in Oregon, who's some nobody I've never heard of. I don't. I'm not some dumb ass. So keep you're your five hundred bucks, Jim. And I'll tell you what: we'll, when Donald Trump's reelected, and when he's sworn in on January twentieth, twenty twenty-five, okay, you call back, all right, and we'll see. I'm Is Donald Trump now. a man of his word? You bet your ass. He's a man of his word. <laughs> he proved it for four years. From 2016 wish, to 2021, he proved he's a man of his word. He delivered on just, everything he promised. Uh-huh. Uh okay, can I yes, say something? Uh -huh. I just wish I could. Okay, I, uh -huh. I wish I could that's, that's right. I, I wish I could personally put him in jail. I really do. That's that's my yeah. wish. I well, wish I could personally I, and, and you know put what? him in jail. Your friends are going to try to do that. They're, they're trying now. They've been trying for eight years. He's a, he's a traitor. Yeah, there you go. Okay, well, thanks for calling, Jim. You made for an entertaining call. I want to thank you. You made for entertaining radio, and thank you for calling. We'll go to the next caller when we have one. Thank you. All right, let's go back to Donald Trump here. I enjoyed that. I hope you did out there in listener land. The, uh, 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 let's see here. Uh, let's, let's go to the next uh, post from the president. Uh, oh, good. This is look at here's one. The president refers to Ashley Babbitt and to the uh, the brute who shot her with no warning, no proper, no following of any police procedure of any kind. No announcement. I'm the police. No announcement. Halt. No announcement. I will fire my gun. Uh, concealed firing from the shadows shooting at her neck a fatal shot with police behind her could have uh, could have uh, shot several police right behind her in the head so the president let's now this is new i haven't heard this here he, here he is another three one hours over 140 officers were injured that day 
And a person named Ashley Babbitt was killed. Yes. You know what? She was killed and she shouldn't have been killed. And that thug that killed her, there was no reason to shoot her at blank range, cold blank range. They shot her and she was a good person. She was a patriot. One there was no was reason. There. To, there was no reason. And he went on television to brag about the fact that he killed her. That the officer was not bragging about the fact that he oh, killed he her. But bragging. one person who was at the cap. Oh, that's beautiful. I missed that. That was beautiful, that little segment. And what you saw there is, and what you heard, is the heart of Donald Trump. He is a real man. He felt the pain of Ashley Babbitt's family and the, and the injustice being shot. He mentioned point-blank range. I didn't put that in there. Uh, to fire at someone's throat from a, a range of like four feet. I mean, that you're going to obliterate every uh, artery and uh, vein in her neck, and her, her breathing apparatus. She's dead. That was, that, was a, that was a lethal execution shot. And this piece of garbage, Caitlin Collins, oh, hundred dumb officers were injured. Like, uh, like what kind of injuries, Caitlin? Like, did one of them stub his toe? Uh, did one of them uh, muss his hair, maybe? Uh, were any hospitalized? Uh, were they, No, they weren't. Gee, uh, the Patriots, maybe as many of a million as a million of them who came for Donald Trump's speech there, you know, they were going to stage a revolution, an insurrection. It was an insurrection. That's right. But you know what? They forgot to bring any weapons. Doggone it. I knew I forgot something. Oh, gee. I just came with my flag. Oh, gee. Nobody brought a weapon. That's some kind of an insurrection, right? But four patriots were murdered. Four of them. Two women and two men by flashbangs and uh, projectiles fired by the police, by being beaten over the head, even when on the ground, by a female uh, D.C. cop, just smashing uh, a patriot woman uh, in the face, blood coming out of her nose. Ashley Babbitt mishandled after, the, after, they, after this guy bird and exactly what the president called him, an animal, a criminal. And what did the Democrats do with uh, officer, using the word loosely, bird? They actually gave him uh, some kind of a medal in the, I believe, the rotunda of the Capitol. They actually staged a like a, a Medal of Honor type uh, nationally televised program to salute Officer Bird, a cold-blooded killer. Oh, anyway, let's go. Let's go down here a little bit. That was a beautiful moment. You heard the heart of Donald Trump. Who needs to hear Kelso screaming on the radio? You heard Donald Trump, his eloquent heart. He cares about that, the Babbitt family, and he doesn't give a rat's ass about political correctness. He doesn't give a rat's ass about their uh, their religion of political correctness. There are rules that you must not violate. There are rules of speech 
coming right out of 1984. Uh, let's look a little further here. The, uh, okay, now listen to this. Here, here's another clip from the president. This is the crowd going over to Donald Trump. They love him. We love him. The, the communist rats, they've lost control of, of the American people. They're beside themselves. My question to you is, will you pardon the January 6th rioters who were convicted of federal offenses? I am inclined to pardon many of them. I can say for every single one, because a couple of them, probably they got out of control. But, you know, when you look at Antifa, what they've done to Portland, and if uh, you look at Antifa, look at what they've done to Minneapolis and uh, so many other, so many other places. Look at what they did to Seattle and BLM, BLM, many people were killed. These people, I'm not trying to justify anything, but you have two standards of justice in this country and what they've done, and I, I love that question, because what they've done to so many people is nothing, nothing. And then what they've done to these people, they've persecuted these people. And yeah, my, my answer is I am most likely, if I get in, I will most likely, I would say it will be a large portion of them. You know. They did a very. Notice when the applause broke out, when he said it will be a large portion of them. That's what we, the American people, wanted to hear. When he said the spontaneous applause broke out, when he said it will be a large portion of them, because we want them. We want them free. And you, I assure you, in the D.C. gulag. The prison that that news about what, what he said there has gotten to them and they have hope. We're out of time here. And the president said it in an earlier speech. He said uh, to the, all of January 6th uh, concentration camp inmates, hope, help is on the way. Thanks for joining us tomorrow night, Friday night, end of the week. We'll give you another show. Be here in the Trump Clubhouse. See you then. Did you know that essential oils have had a multitude of natural health and skin uses in history, but have been somewhat forgotten by recent civilization? Susanna's Secret offers 100% pure natural oils at prices you can actually afford. Do you have a house or office with a musty smell or mold? Studies have shown that essential oils like the one in our Thief and Robbers blend will kill or inhibit mold, viruses, bacteria, and fungus. Just diffuse with it and you will see the long-lasting effects that even synthetic chemicals don't achieve. Purifica, another one of our products used to clean and freshen your house or give a natural scent when drying laundry. For that special lady, we offer a ginger argan oil in a beautiful cosmetic bottle or a pure argan oil, a natural acne fighting product. Check us out at SusannaSecret.com. That's S-U-S-A-N-A-S Secret.com. S-U-S-A-N-A-S Secret.com. 
You're listening to Real Talk Radio, only on the Republic Broadcasting Network. 